Welcome to Fresh Off the Set. I'm Carrie Hawker Diaz. And I'm Alora Marie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, it's 4th of July week. It's like officially summer. I feel like 4th of July just kicks off. Like, I don't know, to me, don't you think? I absolutely agree. And it's honestly so many members of my family's favorite holiday because it's such a family thing. The barbecue, uh, my parents have a pool party. Summer is here. It's here. Do you like watching fireworks? Are you like, uh? Oh, I absolutely love fireworks. Love them, love them. And I mean, I don't particularly like watching story after story after story on Instagram of fireworks. (laughs) I'm more like, I was here, I saw it, but I'm so happy for you. We don't need to record them because we're not going to be watching them again, right? Well, um, you know what? Maybe we are attending and loving, though, this year. Um, If you have friends that are having babies, family members that are having babies, maybe you're having a baby and you're thinking of doing a gender reveal party. So I've been to them. I had a small one once. Mm-hmm. I When I had um, Amelia and we found out uh, what gender we were having, we just did a small. It literally was like my mom, my dad, my sister and her husband lived in Boston. So we just right. did a video and we popped a balloon, you know, it was like yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the balloon things. Um, and it was super small. But gender reveal parties, what do we think of them? Honestly, I have never been to one. Um, my cousin did one um, with just the family. Um, she was like surprising everyone. We didn't know it was a gender reveal party, but um, I wasn't able to make it, but she just did one with just our immediate family. Um, and so I feel like something that small is becoming the new norm. Mm-hmm. I feel like... A little more intimate. Yeah. I feel like for a while they were huge. They were all over the place, but I feel like they're slowly starting to become less trendy. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's more about announcing it on Instagram or something like that. I say Instagram because I'm a millennial and that's where I go. (laughs) Same. I mean, I'm not a millennial, but I go to Instagram. That's where you go. I feel like that's where it's turning, but I mean, if someone wants to have one, I feel like that's great. You do you. I just feel like you need to be careful what you're expecting of people. Are you expecting them to go to, you know, your gender reveal party and your baby shower and, you know, all that other stuff. It's like just be mindful of what you're asking people to do. Yeah, that's my thing. So I will say this. So, you know, whoever, if you're having a child, it is, I've experienced it is the best time, is the most magical time of your life. And you should be able to do what you want with your partner and Mm -hmm. your, you know, how you're announcing everything. Like, let Mm -hmm. that be said. The next thing is, it's a lot So if you are, I mean, I just imagine like someone inviting you to a gender reveal party um, and then you have um, the shower and then you have the sprinkle, which apparently is like if you have like a second, third child, like that's what's called after like a sprinkle. Oh, I was like, what's a sprinkle party? And my mind immediately went to sweets. I was like, like cupcakes and (laughs) donuts and cakes. Cupcake party. I was like, I'm here for sprinkle parties. Yes. But, you know, it can be, I guess, you know, and you're right, like. Just keep in mind where you're asking people, inviting them to, because it's a lot of things one after another. And then baby is born and you're coming to visit and are you expected to bring a gift like when you come visit and first birthday party? Like, yes, we want to celebrate these these moments for people. But I think it's like just keep it in mind. Is it is it necessary? And also what's not necessary to me are these gender real parties that are like lighting mountains on fire well, accidentally I mean, and like you know like ruining the earth like we don't need to do these things people we just yeah, don't yeah I mean you can't see me but I'm shaking my head I'm like no <laughs> that's not and but like you said if that is your thing if your thing is to do this huge gender reveal party then that is 
great for you. That is absolutely wonderful, 100%. It's just sometimes people can't do everything. Mm -hmm. They just can't do everything. Right. And yeah, maybe have one if if that's what you want, but don't expect everyone to, you know, be at every single thing that you're doing. It's just like have your expectations very low. Well, then you're not going to be disappointed. There you go. Well, like I said, I feel like baby shower, I mean, not baby showers. <laughs> um, I feel like gender reveal parties are becoming less common and it's more about the social media post. But I think things that are starting to trend a bit more are push presents and baby moons. Did you get a push present? Did you go on a baby moon? Okay, so I have opinions on baby moons. So the only reason, and I did not do one, and I wanted to, and the only reason I did is because I would hear about everybody else doing a baby moon Uh and I would see it on social media and I would think, oh, that's so cute. You have your little pregnant belly and you're on the beach and you're, you know, it's just like so cute. And I never went because I felt so awful the entire time and I felt guilty thinking, well, why am I not doing it? Because everybody else was. So that's the reason why I wanted to, because I think it's, you feel bad. You know, everybody is posting about their baby moons and then Maybe that's why you're wanting to, but yeah. you don't feel good. I mean, in my mind, I've never, I'm, I've never had a child, but I can imagine a baby moon being nice because it's like that kind of final time, but with you and your partner before, mm-hmm. you know, your baby comes into the world and you're, you know, a, a bigger family and you don't have that much time with each other. That's how I see it. Is just let's take this extra time to ourselves before our lives change. You know. And your lives change. Like it's, <laughs> it, it definitely changes. So, it, you know, it is nice if you want to go have like that last little vacation before chaos ensues, definitely. <laughs> but I think if you if you're running out of time or, you know, it's like maybe out of your budget or, you know, don't feel bad because it's OK <laughs> if you can't do a baby moon. Also, if you're sick the entire time, yeah. which a lot of pregnant women are. Well, it's very much pregnancy affects everyone differently. I have a couple of friends who are pregnant right now, and I've had one who told me her first trimester was just awful. And then another one that's like, oh, I've been fine. I've just felt tired. And then I've had someone else who is like, I can't get out of bed. So pregnancy is so different for a lot of people that mm-hmm. putting these expectations on yourself mm-hmm. isn't fair to you yeah that's it yeah I think you just do you do you if it's like you know just go for a staycation or you know maybe you don't do anything at all because you're not feeling great that's okay that's okay um push present so Nick did give me a necklace with our birthstones Amelia's birthstone and this was so after when we knew when she was going to be born but um and that was really special to me and I have that and because I I know I know push presents and it's it's a funny name to me it's like we call it that I get it you know it is what it is but I just think of salt and pepper's song push it (laughs) I'm not gonna sing it for copyright reasons but you can listen to it if you want that's hilarious yeah push present I think that um we as women we are going through a lot during pregnancy and labor so if you feel like you would like a gift, go for it. Like, do you. That's amazing. You know? I, I am here to say that I have told <laughs> my husband, David, I have to, you know, differentiate the two, work David and my David. Yes, this is husband, <laughs> husband, David. Husband, David. When I have kids, I'm like, I would like a push present. Sure. Specifically, probably jewelry. <laughs> and when I say probably, I mean, that's probably. Well, I said probably again. That's what I want. Yes, that's great. <laughs> and we're saying it here today and now so everyone can hear and I'm, David knows. I'm not going to hide it and be like, oh, I don't know. I don't care. No, I would like that. <laughs> I think that's great. 
You know, and I think like the big picture of it all is there can be so many expectations when you're pregnant and these like gender reveal parties and baby moons and things and just do you. Try not to like let it overwhelm you if other people are doing it because uh, you know it can be. Yeah. Just enjoy your time. Yeah. It's really just about you and your partner and that time leading up to when you have, you know, your precious baby. Yes. So you decide, like Carrie said, what is best for you? What is best for you? Because everybody's going to have opinions just like oh, we do. And, <laughs> and they will. I have heard some of the advice that has been given to my friends and my cousin in the past. And yeah. I, I think to myself, I'm like, why would you tell a pregnant woman your horror stories of birth? Yeah. Who wants to hear that? No, everybody. Nobody you, does. It's, it's true. When you become pregnant, everybody has opinions and stories and things. And so just become obsessed with your baby, your babies, and... You know, enjoy, enjoy, because it goes so fast. Enjoy it. But speaking of being obsessed, what are you obsessed with right now? Oh, man. Right now, okay, it took me a while to jump on the bandwagon, but I am on the bandwagon for heatless curls. Ooh, and you know what? Your hair, I have to tell you, your hair has been looking amazing, so you have to tell us all the secrets. So here's the thing. I know this became popular, I feel like, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. um, but I just didn't worry about it. Um, with the show, as you know, Carrie, we... We're here every single day. The heat was really starting to get to my hair. Mm-hmm. It was starting to damage it, and I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to try these heatless curls. So I bought two different kinds. I bought the one that could kind of looks like an upside-down U, mm-hmm. and then I bought another one that was six, like, smaller ones that I put in my hair. It's like a silk, like, upside-down uh-huh. U that you, uh-huh. like, clip in and wrap your hair around. Yeah, so I okay. have that one, and then I have, like I said, um, six little ones like that that are just straight that I curl um, I love it. Either um, one? Which one do you like one. better? Um, I think I like the individual ones because I feel like they're a little easier to sleep on. But that's for that's just my opinion. Um, but I do both of them to just get a different curl. Okay, that was my next question. Are you sleeping like overnight and you yes. spraying hairspray before water? No, so what I do is I just... And I'm going to be like, t- I need to be totally transparent here. I have naturally wavy hair. So my hair does a little better with curl. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do is I'll get it a little bit wet, put the curls in, sleep in it. And then the next day, like I'm good to go. And I am obsessed. I feel like I've already started seeing a difference in like the ends of my hair and the healthiness in my hair. And I just like the look it's giving me. Um, and there's lots of different ways to do it. Um, and it kind of took, it took me a little bit of time to figure out what worked with my hair. Um, I bumped into a hairstylist who told me she didn't like sleeping on it. And she told me that she used a towel to do it. Mm-hmm. But, and I wish I could tell you the way she told me to curl her hair, but I was so incredibly confused with her talking to me that I was like, I will never do that. <laughs> well, I see it work for people. I mean, some people it might not, but I see, like we had, do you remember the girl that came on the show and she was using carrots at some point and she was using leggings and her hair was amazing. So it works for people and you can probably just YouTube, watch a video to figure yeah, out how to do and it. And I had to, I had to look at a couple of videos to be like, okay, they got their hair like that and this is how they did it because- the way you wrap is going to depend what curl you get. So the tighter you wrap, obviously, you're going to have a tighter curl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you wrap towards your hair, it's going to be different than if you wrap, I mean, towards your face. It's going to be different if you wrap away. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of the curl that you want. Um, for me, my favorite is just getting my ends curled so I have volume up top. That's why I use the six individual ones, and that gives me that look. Um, but it has really saved my hair and for a while it was a tiktok trend 
Um, I'm obviously behind, and I thought to myself, oh, I don't know if that's going to work for me. Um, I will say (laughs) I work out in the mornings, and last week I decided to do kind of a looser curl, and by the time I was done working out, it was gone. (laughs) So if you're going to work out, it may end up falling out. Yeah, if you want looser curls, it's not going to stay in. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a really sweaty person. I don't know. Okay. But I was running. And when I was done running, it was no, that just makes sense. gone. Yeah, any sort of steam or anything, if yeah. it's, you know, that's going to, like, kind of loosen the curl. Yeah, so. I think it was between the bounce and the sweat. Um, it just wasn't going to stay in. But that was with a looser curl. I have so I've done cycling before with a tighter curl, and it stayed in. But when I ran with a looser curl, away it went. I was like, well... So I slipped on that for nothing, but you live and you learn. You li- well, your hair has looked, I mean, I can tell a difference. So I think if it works for you, it works for you. And maybe awesome. I should try it. Well, that's what I'm obsessed with. What about you, Carrie? Okay. So I am obsessed with living my summers like back from the 1980s because I'm an 80s baby. My uh-huh. husband is an 80s baby. And so what we're doing this summer. Are you playing night games? We're playing night games. That's exactly right. So I'm doing, we're doing things. We just like, we're just going through this whole thing of like missing our childhood, Uh you know, where you think of like nostalgia and things you used to do. So we're having a 1980 summer. So we are like running through sprinklers with Amelia, with our daughter. We are like playing Nintendo. We are like eating Doritos. We are listening to music from our childhood and introducing her to that. We are watching movies from the 80s and introducing our daughter to that. And it's like so fun because you really, it makes you just, I don't know, it just, it gives you a pause, right? We are like trying to get rid of screens and we're going back to like, Nick and I are so thankful that we grew up as children without screens. Mm -hmm. And um, Amelia has a tablet. Our Uh daughter, she's six, she has a tablet. And she, we're so thankful she's so good with it that we, she was on her tablet the other day as we were getting ready. And we said, we're going to, let's go to the farmer's market. And she's like literally tossed it aside. She's like, let's go. And she was just so excited to get outside. So we are living our 1980s summer and I'm all about it. Why does that make me so emotional? I don't know. I think, I think back to when I was little and that's what we did. Like our neighborhood was known for games mm-hmm. like people would come from other neighborhoods and we were like who are you okay new friends but that's what we did and then we didn't like go home until someone's parent came out on the doorstep and was like hey time to come in and yep. we didn't have a phone to judge the time it was when yep. it got dark and it's just you know those memories of just playing yeah and rolling around in the grass and Enjoying the outdoors. Yeah, yeah, it makes me emotional, too. And I think you could do this no matter when you, you know, what era you grew up in, you know, do things that remind you of your childhood and uh, maybe you're a 90s baby, yeah. you know, yeah. things that remind you of when you were a kid. And um, it's it's crazy how happy those memories can make you. And then if you can pass it on to your own kids or, you know, yeah. just kind of relive it, it's, it's I fun. I love that. And I think it's good for adults, too, to remind. I mean, we talk about kids being stuck in screens, but I think adults can do that, too. I can mindlessly scroll mm-hmm. forever. Like, I can start by looking at, like, happy quotes, and then an hour later I'm looking at, like, dogs and talent shows. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how that happens. You just get lost in it. Yeah. Yeah, you get lost in it. And it's not like in the 80s. Like, we had TV, of course, and movies. So, like, we introduced Amelia to the Goonies for the first time. And, like, you know, just that's my favorite movie. Just things that remind you of when you were a kid. So that's what I'm obsessed with right now as we are living our 1980s summer. Thank you. It's been fun. Okay, moving on. Okay, um, speaking of things that we're obsessed with, have you heard about Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg 
they have both agreed to fight each other. You heard me correctly, fight each other in a ring professionally. Have you heard about this? Yes. And speaking of kids, (laughs) I think this is, our producer Megan is laughing at me. This reminds me of like when you're on the playground and little kids are like, you want to go? Yeah. Meet me at the kickball. Meet me at the flagpole at 3 p.m. That's what it reminds me of. (laughs) I think it's hilarious. And I think you may say that you, oh, I wouldn't watch that. You would. I, oh, I, I mean, didn't say I wouldn't watch it. Well, I'm I just, just saying that's if, what it reminds if people me of. are thinking, you know, it's something I'm not going to watch. I think you're going to watch it. And I think every they know what they're doing. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are not dumb. They know exactly what they're doing. Everybody's going to be watching this. Everybody's already talking about it. There isn't even like a date set. So well, that I, I know mean, of. I don't think there's a date set. I believe we heard this from our producer, um, Mackenzie. Uh, Elon Musk said that his move is the well. So he just... Pounces on his opponent and then just lays on them like a whale. Oh, my gosh. That's his thing. And I believe Mark Zuckerberg does um, jiu-jitsu? Jiu-jitsu? Okay. I think he does. So we, But like you said, they're not dumb. And it's going to be a way to make money, oh which they've gosh. proven that they are very good at. Yeah. There's going to be sponsorships. There's going to be the whole. Here's like It's going to be a whole thing. If Brooke had actually thrown her shoe at Elon. Then, like we discussed, I think it would be Brooke and Elon Musk inside the ring. In the ring, yes. If you <laughs> if you missed one of our podcasts, Brooke saw Elon Musk at a concert, and she wanted to toss lightly her shoe at him just to get so, his attention, so she could be remembered as the girl that tossed her shoe at Elon Musk. But they maybe would have been, you know, maybe that would have been a better fight. I don't know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Brooke, let us know what you think. Is Brooke joining this? Maybe they're going to embarrass each other. I don't know. Well, speaking of embarrassing, before we wrap up, we this is one of the fun things we like to do is talk about, you know, get a little personal with you. We're going to talk about some embarrassing stories. And since I so nicely brought this up, I'm going to let Carrie go first. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> embarrassing stories. Okay. I have, let's see, I have one that stands out to me that, like, I think of too much, and I wish I could forget it. So I visit, I was... 14. Uh-huh. I was visiting my aunt. She lived in Dallas. She lived in an apartment complex. Right. And I would go stay with her. We were really close. I'd go stay like a couple weeks with her. And um, one night, like the next morning, her neighbor said, hey, did you, like, do you have, said to my aunt, do you have, like, somebody staying with you? My aunt's like, yeah, my niece. And they were like, well, we think she, like, came over to our house last night in the middle of the night. What? And my aunt talked to me about it, and I was like, wait, oh, my gosh. And I used to sleepwalk, right? Oh, Carrie. <laughs> Guess what I did? And this slowly came back to me as they mentioned this, and I was like, and I started thinking of it. So I remember now, clearly, leaving her, and this is so dangerous, right? This is so, I think of like a 14-year-old girl. Oh, my word. I walked out of her apartment, out of her apartment, into the next-door apartment that was open. It, they Carrie, had that's their doors so dangerous. open. And I rearranged their furniture. This is what I did. I rearranged their furniture. And I remember <laughs> they had a cat who didn't like me and scratched me. So I had scratch marks. The cat was like, What are you doing in my house rearranging my furniture? And I was like, re- and I couldn't, I remember like I couldn't figure out what I was doing. If you've ever been a sleepwalker, like you, you kind of remember, you kind of don't. <laughs> And I went into the room of the neighbor and I said, where do I sleep? <laughs> and the neighbor barely remembers like saying, 
like look at me going back to bed. And luckily I found a way to get back to her apartment and I went back to bed. Oh my gosh, this doesn't sound real. And I'm having a hard time. You could hear me wheezing. This happened to me and I... I am so thankful nothing worse happened oh my because gosh. it was a man that lived next door. You are so lucky. And Katie. But he had his furniture <laughs> rearranged in a wonderful way, I'm sure. <laughs> Not to sleepwalking 14-year-old Carrie. The feng shui was off and she needed to fix it immediately. I had a mission and the cat didn't like it. Oh my gosh, Carrie. So that's, I think of that often and I'm still embarrassed to this day that that even oh. like was a thing for me. But I used to sleepwalk a lot. That Did you ever sleepwalk? Did I didn't sleep? really sleepwalk. I remember one time sleepwalking. I was, I feel like I was about that same age, and I just walked into my mom's room. Not her, another man's apartment. No. <laughs> well, my mom and dad were getting ready for bed, and I looked at my mom, and I was like, tell me a story. And she was like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Get back to bed. And she was just kind of like, all right, sweetie. Like, let's, like, and she guided me back to bed. But that's the only time I can remember sleepwalking. Well, I'm glad you didn't do weird stuff like I did. So. Like, I... <laughs> My husband sometimes, for example, he woke up in the middle of the night last night. Um, no, it was, a, it was a couple nights ago, and his hands were in fists. And I was like, David, are, are you okay again, my David? And he was like, ugh, Dr. Strange kicked me out of the verse. So he was, like, <laughs> having this superhero dream, and I was like, okay. <laughs> now I just told everyone, go back to bed. <laughs> No, I have never sleepwalked. Okay. That is absolutely It's a amazing. good thing you haven't. Oh, I mean, my embarrassing story, and I'll be quick with this. I was 18 years old, and I was a runner at my dad's law firm, which essentially means I just, I do a lot of grunt work. Get lunches. Um, I, I would run stuff to court. I would run stuff to different people. That's why they call them runners. Um, and I went to get the mail one day, and in the lobby... Um, they had mailboxes, but they weren't up against a wall, so Mel could easily, like, there was a gap between the wall and where the mailbox was, so the Mel could easily fall down. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was very determined at that age. I always have been. Um, I grabbed the Mel, and one of the letters fell behind the wall, which I'm sure happens all the time, but I didn't want to make a mistake, and I was trying to, like, prove that, like, they needed to hire me based on my work and on my dad. And I was like, well, I'll just have to get the letter. So I crawled into the mailbox and I got stuck. And you it, got stuck in a mailbox? <laughs> so it was like lunch and all these people were walking by. And the only thing that was sticking out of the mailbox was my legs. Oh, my gosh. So my legs were like flailing about as I was stuck in this mailbox trying to get this letter out. Now, were you laughing or like panicking? I was totally point? panicked. And I was like, oh, I'm stuck in a mailbox. How do I get out? And I could feel the people walking behind me. And I know they were staring at, like, just half a body with legs just flailing. And I was able to pull myself out of the mailbox. Well, like, by yourself? You didn't have anyone have to yank your legs? No, I pulled myself out of the mailbox, went up to, went up to my boss, gave him the mail. Um, to make matters worse that day, I always brought two pairs of shoes because... You're walking a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then I left my really gross flip-flops in his office. So I was like, when am I getting stuck in a mailbox? (laughs) You know, I was wearing a dress that day, too. So I was going to ask, but I didn't know if you wanted to share that information. Okay, even better. These things happen. Well, actually, you know what? No, I've never met anyone else in my life who's gotten stuck in a mailbox. I know. You're first. You're the first. (laughs) 
Santa stuck in a chimney, Alora stuck in a mailbox. I mean, maybe I'm related to Santa. We don't know. You are that magical, so I'd give you that. <laughs> I'm glad you got out of that well, mailbox you. and you're and here I today live with us. to tell the, the, yes. the harrowing tale. Well, thank you for sharing your story and now and thank you for listening. And now you know us a little bit better better whether you wanted to or not. <laughs> And thank you for listening to Fresh Off the Set. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.